Are you the quantum mechanics? Yes, we are the quantum mechanics. We're the podcast that delves into the paranormal and uh, takes a little look under the hood at everything that's strange and weird. Yeah, we do. And from last week's episode, where... Oh, the, the psychic tests, yeah. The psychic tests and the remote viewing. I am... I'm still a little bit... Um, I don't really know what to say. I, I've I, thought I, about I, it every night. And actually, we've not really spoke since we've done it. I mean, we've, we've sent the odd text, but... No, I agree with you. I've been... <laughs> bordering on disturbed about the whole thing I, i've almost been trying to rationalize it away mm. and and i'm struggling to do that considering what happened if you if you've not heard that episode um it's called psychic fight night and it's ben and i doing the cia psychic tests that they did on people like yuri geller and ingo swan it's it is a bonkers episode it's bonkers yeah. and like you i i just can't get it out of my mind yeah no, well, I think the thing about it is that, like, we, we neither of us have, we, we're not trying to uh, make a point about anything. And we, we went into it with uh, no preconceptions. It was meant to be an experiment for our listeners. Yeah. And yeah, the re- the result was. Ooh. I mean, I, for those of you not listening to it, Ben had an extraordinary, extraordinary result, um, which I won't spoil if you're going to go back and listen to it. But mm. a, a, an unbelievable result where I thought of a place and he pretty much drew it almost exactly the place I'd chosen and how I drew it. I, I, in that test, I didn't do so well. But even then, I've been thinking about my one. And even though visually it doesn't look like what you suggested, I've I've kind of looked at it again and thought about what I was feeling. And again, don't know if I'm post-rationalising, but maybe on the episode I actually underplayed it a little bit. And mm. it was nowhere near what you got, but... it there was something odd about my one as well. So, mm. yeah, like you, I've, I've been constantly thinking about it. I think it's definitely a topic we will revisit at some point and maybe even do some more tests, I think, as we said in the episode, because yeah. it, it's fascinating. Yeah, no, I, I think that's right. I think we'll have to come back to it and uh, maybe we'll experiment a bit and try and learn... Or maybe talk um, to an expert about it, and you uh, know, cause, cause yeah, exactly. That. So yeah, exactly. All right, good. Well, actually, on that front, um, I just wanted to. Uh, we've been getting some brilliant support since we launched on uh, both Facebook and Twitter, and there was a, there was a couple of groups and people I just wanted to mention before we get into this episode. Um, uh, and starting with, uh, there's a Facebook group called Ingo Swan, the father of remote viewing. Uh, who've been incredibly supportive over the last two episodes that we've done on that subject. Uh, I also uh, wanted to name uh, the group who've got one of the longest group names I think I've come across. Uh, they're called Paranormal and Supernatural, uh, Ghosts, Myths, Legends and the Unexplained. Again, really supportive. Haunted Nation as well. 
and Paranormal Hauntings, another group that have been really supportive. On Twitter, there's a couple of people I'd like to mention. Again, we've had a lot of support on Twitter, but especially from italkparanormal.com, who pretty much from the early times that we launched a couple of months ago have been really supportive. And um, Andrew Dell, Andrew Dell as well, who's been a great supporter on Twitter. Um, we're not going to do this all the time, but, uh, you know, just wanted to thank you all for all the help and support that you have given us in the last few weeks. Thank you very well, you, much. Yeah, it's great. I, we're, I'm truly kind of genuinely, we're, we're both humbled that mm. we're getting this support because it's just me and Ben trying to get this thing happening and bigger. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. Well, this is just a project that... Uh, we both we both really wanted to do after uh, I think we've said before uh, we're, we're both in the television industry this is this is our go at uh, trying trying to uh, do it the way we want to well I think what I again we'll get we will get into the episode in a minute I think what I like about you know po- podcasting as a medium and neither of us, had any experience of it before we started this a few weeks ago is yeah. i don't know i just like the kind of relaxedness of it compared mm. to tv and yeah we can have this waffly start you know if we were in a tv studio somebody would be screaming in our ear right now so yeah shut yeah, up exactly. move on move on so um no i'm loving it i'm glad we're doing it this way and um thank you all for listening and supporting yeah um I'm going to be the one screaming in your ear now. <laughs> Get up with it. Um, so, uh, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, well, as we've been uh, bringing up topics that have been sort of uh, special to ourselves in the last uh, few years, one of the things that I have found most intriguing and I don't know um, well I'll say it's Black Eyed Kids BEKs and sorry before you go I'd love the fact you pick pick this topic you've done this to me a few times now You, you kind of you pick topics where I know a little bit about but right. I don't know a ton about, and yeah, for me this is going to be a good episode because I kind of enjoy it when I'm don't know a hell of a lot about it and can kind yeah. of get in there. So yeah, looking forward to this one. I'm not okay. going to do my joke about the black eyed peas. I promise you, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we'll in a moment we'll get into uh, what, what the black eyed kids are if you're not familiar. But it's. I am completely fascinated by, uh, I suppose, phenomena that affect people in their everyday lives. And the Black Eyed Kids is one of those phenomena. And I am completely torn about. I sort of really would like to experience one, but at the same time, I find them terrifying. 
so uh, let let's try and uh, just get into if you don't know what they are. Let's yeah, find let's out have what the post-it are. note. Yeah, yeah, the post-it, yeah, the, note, the post-it note. Okay, so the first uh, sort of um, uh, I suppose moment where people. Uh, realised what Black Eyed Kids were was in 1996 and they were first reported by a gentleman called Brian Bethel. He had had two encounters, I guess that's the word. He had two encounters with Black Eyed Kids in a place called Abilene in Texas in 1996 and from there there have been many reports of black eyed kids so here are some of the key points about what they are so the first thing to know is that the sightings relate to children who are aged between about 6 to 16 and they show up and ask for help. And the places where they show up, it's either at your house, and it turns out to be the early hours in your house, so there'll be a knock on the front door or a ring on the doorbell. They are. Uh, they could knock on the window of your car whilst you're eating your McDonald's or whatever it is. Um, or when you're just out and about. So you could just be uh, walking uh, through the wilderness. But... And, sorry, so when when did this thing come to prevalence? Are you going to get onto that? Is there, there a big history of that, or is it more a modern-day time thing? Well, it, it absolutely is a modern-day things so the the first time so it's it's uh brian bethel who first reported it in 96 and that that was the first time yeah that is generally accepted as the first time that uh black eyed kids were reported but what we'll go on to talk about is there's quite a lot of similarities between the Black Eyed Kid encounters and uh, fairy encounters, alien abductions. Right. Actually, while you were talking, it reminded me of the episode we did on Vardigas and the the Banshees. Oh, where, yeah. You know, with that thing about the home and yeah. there's something quite strange about that. And, and do they always... Do they always ask for help? Is that a kind of key factor? Yeah, yeah that's a right. key factor. So they always ask for help. And quite often uh, they're asking if they can come inside. So if that that's either the house or right. the car. And... Like like inviting in an evil spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, okay. and and that's where we go back to um, it, like vampire law and or, or that bit in Annabelle, the Annabelle yes. story where the the they 
they invited the doll to stay and the spirit that was... Yes, yeah. exactly. Because, again, exactly. that was a kid, right? It, again, that just popped into my head because it was supposed to be the ghost of a young child. It was if the demon was demon as the Warrens believed it in that story or, or in that event. They believed yeah. it was a demon pretending to be a child. And we've yeah. seen that before in a little bit in, in other stories that we've done, not necessarily a child, but the, the child thing's quite interesting because it's your natural instinct is to help a child, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, the typical encounter kind of runs like this. So if it's at your home, there is... Uh, a knock on the door or ring on the doorbell late at night and uh, that time could be you know typically 2 or 3 a.m yeah and you go to the door and there are two or three children there and they say you know oh can we come in and there are various reasons for wanting to come in so it could be oh they need to phone their parents or they need to use the toilet or they need to use uh, they would like a glass of water anything like that um always in groups yeah yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's another uh, characteristic. It's it's another characteristic. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, when the person is uh, who's opened the door is kind of considering the situation, and it's quite a situation in that you've got you know uh, two or three children under the age of eighteen out in the porch area or the front yeah, front yeah. front front door area of your your house uh the other thing that happens is uh an in uh, uh an all-encompassing feeling of uh fear and terror and yeah. then typically I, I, mm. cool. I was gonna say and the the the, the label of the black eye kids is that I mean are you looking at a kid with black eyes is is it a visual thing that you can see or yeah yeah okay so, so after that feeling of fear and thinking okay I don't want to let these people into my house or use my phone it it turns out that people see that their eyes are completely black there are no whites in there there are no pupils they're completely black and yeah, like, you'd, like you'd imagine on a you know like an alien like a like a yeah, gray alien yeah yeah exactly exactly and so since that first sort of um catalogued incident um, in, and what, sorry, on that incident, what hmm. did he do? Did he let them in, or did he? What did he do? Do we know? No, no. So um, he had the fear, saw that their eyes were black, were and uh, didn't the open the door. Okay. 
so it's interesting you say that because um, there's been, since since 1996 when he reported it, there have been reports all around the world. So, for example, in September 2014, the British tabloid newspaper, the Daily Star, ran uh, three front page stories about alleged sightings of black eyed children. Right. And so I suppose what we have is something that could either be considered a, uh, a legend or something that's true. Yeah. Although after reading these things and reading about Brian Bethel's experiences, I went on to Facebook and uh, Reddit and found some first-hand stories and experiences. And they... It's possible that those are, uh, I guess fictional accounts that people are doing harder to verify yeah yeah they're harder to verify but i before we get on to those can we Mm. just go back to the the reports that were in Mm. the paper you said Mm. there were three reports do we Mm. were they all in the same area or are they in different parts of the uk (laughs) yeah well i was going to come on to that but the main area that they uh focus on is we're going it's back Canuck to it. Chase, is it? It's Canuck Chase. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, wow. I think. Uh, wow. Okay. So, it's it's weird, Canuck Chase, isn't it? It's it's. I mean, yeah. we've we've said it before. It, for those of you who are into this kind of stuff, it it feels there seems to be lots of. Uh, similarities with skinwalker ranch in the states you know there's ufo sightings there's werewolves cryptoids there's, there's all kinds of stuff and now black-eyed kids as well para other paranormal events i don't know if black-eyed kids were at skinwalker not that i remember but it's odd isn't it that you have these areas yeah that kind of do a cynic would say they're the areas that generate those kind of stories that you get everyone coming out of the woodwork but yeah, okay. So so they're all all roughly in the Canuck Chase area. And did they follow the same pattern as the original story in America where it was kids knocking at the door or did they vary? It it varied. So it wasn't just the Daily Star. We had uh the tabloids, the Sun and the Mirror were involved. And so some of the sightings uh, in, uh, that were encountered were either at people's uh, front doors or at their cars, but some of them were just simply in the uh, the woodland and right. uh, you, you know scrubland of of Canuck Chase and uh, uh, sim- similar similar places. And, but, and just to rule it out, because we've had this before as well, this wasn't around kind of October 31st time. Yeah, or anything. no, no. Right. 
No, right. not at all. No, it was it was th- 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 throughout the year. Right. Um. So. Okay. So what they are is uh, very much up for debate. Some people say that they're demons, but it's completely possible that it could just be teenagers messing around with contact lenses. That's completely possible. It's possible. It's quite a lot of effort. Yeah, it is a lot of effort, but... I don't don't know how easy it is to get those type of contact lenses, but, you know, I guess they use them in movies, so they're not that difficult, I guess. I yeah, I guess I guess if you wanted them, it it wouldn't be too difficult. But uh, there is it is tricky. To... <laughs> I just, I, I'm thinking, what's wrong with just knocking on people's doors and running away? That's what right. we used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, now you've got to go for full fancy dress. It's just it's a different league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. Well, why don't I tell you? Uh, some of the stories of people yeah. of people yeah. who've encountered black eyed kids, and then we can look at uh, whether whether they feel like they hold water or not. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so the first one I want to tell you this is uh, what I would call a classic tale of black eyed kids and uh much in common with the other stories i've got this is something that i found on reddit and this is uh from uh, well he he remains anonymous uh but he calls himself jake and it, it goes like this so jake says uh I wanted to find out the truth about black-eyed kids. So I began putting up anonymous ads on Craigslist's, uh, sorry, Craigslist. It read, black-eyed kids, I'm not afraid of you. I want to meet you. 9pm Wednesday, the park bench on the corner of the 3rd and Washington. Show me why I'm wrong and I should be afraid. The bench was only like a block away from my apartment, so every Wednesday I would walk down there and see if anyone or anything came by. I usually wouldn't sit there. I'd stand back and watch. I'm not stupid. I may not be afraid of black-eyed kids, but I know the internet can attract some nuts. And it did. Occasionally... Nothing exciting enough to write about, though. A couple of pervs and some teenage kids joking around. So this went on for about six months, and then I stopped posting the ad. The week I stopped, I got a knock on my door. I was sitting on my couch, and it was a little after 9pm. I don't know how to explain it, but the second I heard that knock, my skin went ice cold. I didn't need to get up, I knew who it was, and much to my surprise, I was terrified already. I was wrong about not being afraid of black-eyed kids. The fear is on a different level. An instructional 
primal level. But still, I managed to get up and open the door. And yet, there was a kid about nine years old. Olive skin, dark hair, solid black eyes, staring up at me. Can I come in, he said. I was speechless. After what seemed like an eternity, I responded with no and began closing the door. We missed you at the park tonight, the boy said. I stopped closing the door. I looked at him, my mind racing. They've been watching me. The boy boy smiled up at me. It took everything I had to make my arm move, pushing the door closed and locking it. So that is very much a very typical... Black Eyed Kid encounter. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple of things with that story, though. Okay. One, I mean, a bit of me's thinking he's lucky not to get arrested. Because if if you put it out in a paper that mentions the word kids, meet me in a park, on a park bench, you're kind of, you know, I'm not making assertions against him, but, you know... Don't be surprised if a couple of undercover cops turn up. Sure, um, yeah. Uh, so that seems like an odd thing. Sorry, that seems like quite an odd thing to do. I guess I guess what gives it a little bit of credibility is he didn't see them in the park and they've somehow followed him or know where he lives if we believe the story. But quite an odd thing to do, to put that ad in the paper. Do you not think? Uh yeah, it is an odd thing to do, but I sort of get the, I sort of get the motivation. Um, yeah, yeah. B- because a, until you encounter this phenomenon, uh, it's just a laugh. It's funny. And... It reminded me. I used to work. Um, I used to work. Uh, in the music business, and I remember a press release going, do you remember that band, The Beloved? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sunrising and all that. I remember mm. they did a song and they put out a press release and it was before the millennium. And I think the lead singer had said, because it was a few years before, he said, for the millennium, I um, I will be at midnight, I'll be sat on this park bench in this park, so if anyone wants to come and join me. And it was it was about four years before the millennium happened. and. It's one of those weird things. <laughs> it struck me at the time when I read it, and I often think, I wonder if anyone turned up. So if anyone knows, I know that's got nothing to do with Black Eyed Kids, but it just reminded me of park benches and saying, come and meet me there. I thought it just reminded me of that story. Um, but I don't think any Black Eyed Kids would have turned up even even then. No, no. Okay, so he's, yeah. I, I guess the other thing is... He kind of really wanted to meet them, and then when he does, he his first instinct is to close the door, I guess, because it's scary. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, sorry, sorry. Maybe you're going to come on to this, but are there any examples of people inviting them in, and what actually happens if they do? <laughs> well, interesting. You should say that. Uh, no, because so nobody invites them in. Well, for those who invite them in, it yeah. appears. Like there are no reports, so okay. It it sounds it sounds like something bad. So you can you can either deduce that nobody ever invites them in, or 
something bad happens if or something you bad do happens, that you yeah, don't live yeah. to tell the story. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. Before um, we come on to the other stories, and maybe mm, you'll cover this as well, so stop mm, me if I'm uh, jumping ahead. What's interesting me is earlier you said this is a modern phenomena. There's no... It's normally when we do these things, there's some kind of legend that we can dig out and mm. and kind of... I mean, you know, when we've mentioned it in the past, which, which obviously isn't this, I've thought of... Um, is it called the... the um, I thought films like Midwich Cuckoos, um, mm-hmm. books like Midwich Cuckoos, Children of the Corn, but these are not, they're not the same thing. They just happen to have kids in them who are slightly spooky. They're not, no relation. So there is, there's no legendary, historical, supernatural tale or legend that goes with it, I think is quite interesting. Which makes you wonder where, you know, if if it even if it's not a genuine phenomena where the where the legend of it and the myth of it has come from is quite intriguing mm. well it i suppose it's quite possible that uh this could be a creepy pasta story uh sort of in the same vein as slenderman right but like an, an urban myth like an, that gets yeah, some traction. Yeah, an urban myth. A modern and, urban myth that gets traction. Right, right. And and it's true that Snopes says that that is the case. But I think that when you start digging into this, there are people who've had experiences that don't really match up with that explanation. Okay. So, I've been looking for stories over the last week, and this was something. Uh, so, uh, we're recording on uh, Sunday, 7th, the so. Sunday the seventh. This was something that uh, I found on Facebook yesterday, on Saturday the sixth. Okay. okay. And uh, this was on an unrelated group but it really got my attention in terms of uh black eyed kids so it's it's a relatively short story but it goes like this one night my cousin was staying at my grandma's house around 2 a.m after our grandma had gone to sleep my cousin said she was sitting in the living room and heard a knock on the door uh, on the main door uh and she heard a a young voice say, Hello. When she went over to the door to peek through the small window in the door to see who it was, she saw two kids, one older girl and one younger boy. They were both wearing hoodies and sunglasses. Sunglasses at 2am? Who knows? She said that she had immediate fear and she felt frozen. They asked to be let in to use the bathroom, which scared her because how did they, they how did they know she was by the door if she hadn't said anything? My cousin was freaked out, so she went uh, she went back away from the door as quietly as possible, and that's when they started getting angry. She said they were yelling at her 
to let them in, that they needed her to say it's okay for them to come in. She was literally frozen in fear. After a few minutes, it stopped suddenly. She went to look again after she got a hold of herself, and they were gone completely. Uh, She then goes on to describe how she was more than terrified, and she went to go and wake up her grandma to tell her what had just happened. And her grandma thinks that... uh, it's just a gag and someone's playing a prank on her. So basically her grandma doesn't believe her. So this this story, although it's not incredibly well written and very well crafted, I think that's what makes it interesting in that uh, I found this on a Facebook forum, which really wasn't anything to do with black eyed kids. It was around um, just uh, strange things that had happened to you yeah i mean i keep thinking back to this it being a modern day thing and it that seems to bother me i think Mm -hmm. in a way yeah because it's like you know like the banshees or or the vardiga or whatever if if it goes well these things of you know the banshee cry has been heard over the centuries Mm mm-hmm I think I think we on the banshee one we said why why would they do it you know why would a banshee do it and we, we yeah. I think we made the joke of it it was kind of part of the training to become a full fully fledged paranormal entity that you had to mm-hmm. do a bit of banshee work to start off I mean <laughs> in that vein it, it it kind of feels a little bit like they've got some management consultant in who said we're going to try <laughs> we're going to try a different approach to this haunting business we've got to get with the times you know hoodies hoodies are in sunglasses get the kids out there try this new thing of trying to get in by knocking on the door it feels like they spent a fortune on management consultants in some kind of paranormal haunting <laughs> symposium. <laughs> and this is a new... That's the only way I can logically think why this thing would suddenly come up, unless it's UFO activity. But then why would a UFO... You know, why would an alien need permission yeah. to come into your house? It's weird. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> uh, the things that ring true with uh, previous law are you need permission to come in yeah um they're asking for help and uh there are various cases of them asking for uh drink (laughs) right a glass of water and all of those things are really really similar to uh vampire law so you have to you have to ask them in uh or uh, fairy law, where you have some something that looks like it's human, but requests something or offers something, and it doesn't feel quite right. And then uh, the third thing, as you quite rightly say, is that their eyes are entirely black, which does marry up to uh, the reports of 
uh, grey aliens yeah. and such. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I see. There you go. I think. I think it's the vampires. I think the vampires have got the management consultant in. They said these Twilight movies, all this stuff that's going on. Everybody's across this now. They know our mo. We need. We need. We need radical thinking here, guys. At some vampire conference, and somebody's come up with this wheeze of the black-eyed kids. Well, but, yeah, it 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 would work, yes. <laughs> but oh, the thing that intrigues me is uh, the stories. And I'm going to give you another one in a minute. How similar they are, and uh, how they have all of the you know traits of. Uh, very similar kind of paranormal stories yeah. of the past, and, and, and you, 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 you're you're into interested in this as a as a mm. as an area. Yeah, uh, what what it, it's reminding me a bit of. I think we had this discussion when we did the episode on zombies. Mm. And we said, you know, oh, actually, there's no real backstory to a zombie. Mm. There's no kind of mythology around it. It's kind of, it's kind of purer than that in a way. It's just kind of a pure terror thing. Mm. And I wonder if that's part of the appeal of this. Because in a way, I'm sitting here going, oh, there's no backstory. We don't know what happens if you let them in because nobody's either yeah, yeah. Done, done it or kind of lived to tell the tale. Yeah, yeah. That makes it quite frustrating, but in some ways maybe that makes it more fascinating because there is so much scope for what's unexplained about it. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that's part of the appeal? Yeah, I, I think that is part of the appeal. And the, and the other part of the appeal is that... Uh, I guess that situation is always going to be slightly terrifying. Like having somebody knock on your door at two a.m. is is a is a terrifying thing. Um, And we, I guess, we can all imagine that. But what's so sort of alluring is the number of tales around them that seem to be completely disconnected and the only tales that we really have are from people who said no you're not you're not coming in yeah and that sort of um plays on all of your thoughts around uh you know vampires and um, fairies and everything that I've uh, I've said before, yeah. Um, but also, like, I guess we've all felt that feeling, um, and I guess for me, it's when you're driving somewhere and it's the middle of the night, and you're the only person in the car, and you're it's say it's three in the morning. And you're on a country road. We're in the UK, so country roads are notoriously long and windy. 
and there are no street lights, there are no cat's eyes or anything like that, and you're listening to music or listening to a podcast, and you get this feeling, oh, I wonder if I looked in the back seat, is there <laughs> someone there? Is there someone there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and even if it's midsummer. And you can see a little bit of glow above the skyline. So the sun is coming up in an hour or so. And you're a little bit scared to look in the rearview mirror because you don't know what would be there. This, the Black Eyed Kids, I think, plays into that perfectly. And... Yeah, kind of pure paranoia, pure... Terror. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and actually what I was saying probably makes sense then not having a backstory is easier to scare you in that scenario because mm. it, it, it literally yeah. is you know in, in in horror movie terms it's like a jump scare isn't it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. and I think you know um well grow, growing up in the late 70s and early 80s, there were a lot of uh, hitchhikers. And uh, I don't know what that... Uh, well, I don't know what uh, that phrase means around the world, but basically it's people who are throwing a lift on the side of the road. And my parents would always, like, not stop for hitchhikers and they would always say you know if you know when you learn to drive you don't <laughs> don't, you don't, don't pick up an axe murderer <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly you, you 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 don't and this feels like it's the same uh element of uh i don't know whether it's realistic paranoia or just paranoia yeah. but it plays into that but the stories themselves seem very, very uh, honest. They, they, yeah. none of them that I have found seem like uh, you know. There doesn't seem to be a motivation for uh, saying something that isn't true. Yeah, uh, it's funny though. Like talking about it, it just. There's a couple of things that's going through my head as mm. I think about it. It's like one is, you know, I wonder if this all kind of the fact that it's a modern day thing at the moment, whether it will set the tone for some kind of um, legend of the future. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we're saying it's not like the, the Banshees or whatever in a hundred year time is are the black eyed kids going to be, you know, like the Banshees of a hundred years ago. Is it, it yeah. you know, setting, setting the, the trail down. The other thing that went through my mind is if it is uh more a modern phenomena, I mean, you said nineties, was it? That uh, 96. Yeah. Yeah. 96. Well, I mean, we were talking about it um, on a Zoom thing with some friends the other the other night. It's like, yeah, you know, you know, you're getting old when you have this conversation. But we were going, oh God, you know, when we were kids, you know, at eight years old, seven years old, you know, I'd cycle 
two miles away to the park and I, I, I'd leave at like nine o'clock in the morning and wouldn't even have lunch and wouldn't come back until about six in the evening and you know you know with with my kids and their kids they were saying oh there's no way we'd let them do that now and I, I wonder if it it kind of comes out a little bit of there is more paranoia rightly so of child safety and looking after your child and not letting them wander off so it becomes more a shocking image wouldn't it seeing mm-hmm. a, a a 10 year old turn up at your door at three in the morning and saying can I come in it's it's more terrifying now than it would have been you know when we were kids because mm-hmm. you know yeah. you did you did kind of go out and stay up late and and you know it's a different time and I wonder I wonder whether some of the mythology around it is it, it ties into that in some way. I mean, I could yeah. be talking absolute rubbish, but I don't know. No, no. It just made me think about it. That that makes sense. Um, but the next story I have queued up is about an experience a twelve-year-old person had with a black-eyed kid. Oh, okay. Uh, and where, did the, where did this story come from? Uh, so this is a a Reddit story. Okay, and it is this. Are they now older? Uh, yeah. To be posting so, on Reddit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this so happened it, to them when they were a child, basically. So it it starts on March the seventeenth, two thousand and eight, okay. when uh, the uh, uh, the author was twelve. Okay. And they say. Uh, on that date, I had my one and only encounter with a black-eyed kid. Before my experience, I had never heard of anything having to do with a black-eyed kids. I was sitting outside a hairdresser's in an old Chevy pickup, waiting for my mum to get her hair cut. About 15 minutes had passed, and I saw some kid walking back and forth along the sidewalk in front of my parked car. At first, I thought I recognised him as one of my friends from school, so I banged on the front windshield, windscreen for those of you in the UK, until he looked my way. It was not anyone I knew. At this point, I was not scared at all. Not yet. The boy walked over to the side of my car, and he just stares. I think to let me get a good look at his eyes, to freak me out, let me tell you, If you've ever seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine. Pupils black as the night sky. The boy whispers, You must let me in. And then I lock the car doors and duck down into the space between the seats. Smart girl. Five minutes later, he was gone. When my mother got into the car, she told me a boy with black eyes had come into the hairdresser's and then insisted for her to give him uh, to give him the keys to the car. She refused. Thank God she did. <laughs> wow. So that is uh, the entire story from uh, from Reddit. But what what that tells me is yes, I completely understand that that could be a creepypasta type of story. But that is not uh, on its own. It it it's 
uh, it's one of very many that are incredibly similar. Yeah. And also, it doesn't really have a uh, a sort of a great denouement. It's yeah. it's it's a yeah, yeah. very basic story of a child in a car waiting for his mother, and uh, and then they they witness. Yeah, uh, kid turns up. Kid. Weird black eyed kid turns up. I lock door hide. That's kind yeah. of the story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> exactly, exactly. And so that, uh, so the the key thing about that that is uh, the same as all of the other stories is uh, the let me in part of it. Yeah. So that that appears to be like the key the moment factor. to all of these things. Let me in. So there's you need permission to they need yeah. permission to do whatever these black eyed kids do. Yeah. And I mean we we talked about the appearance and I, I you know, like I alluded to earlier, you know, the 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 thought of a kid turning up, you know, in the middle of the night and is 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 a freaky thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something about you know the evil evilness for want of a better word within uh a child that you know works in fiction and horror quite well you know i'm thinking of the omen and you know there there's i guess cuz the innocence of a child and then suddenly kind of well we 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 also talked about it a bit when we did the thing on um possessed objects that they always mm-hmm. seem to be child objects you know teddy bears and dolls and stuff yeah so it's a well trodden trope i guess is the word right yeah um i think yeah i mean what's yeah and we talked about the appearance and stuff is there any is there any kind of theories on what these things are well i guess there's probably lots but is there any kind of one that's winning out you know we've got demons we've got aliens we've got whatever yeah what's what's the what's the most credible (laughs) angle probably (laughs) a weird word yeah so uh if we take it from the the two angles as in uh the most paranormal and the least paranormal yep the least paranormal explanation is that this is uh kids teenagers having a laugh they're putting in uh contact lenses yeah and uh like, just like killer clowns basically yes exactly exactly like killer clowns yes yeah. Yeah. it's become a trope and yeah. people are doing it for a bit of a giggle. And yeah. the effort required is actually not very much. Yeah. And if you put it in that context, to kind of dress up as a clown and hang around at the roadside for kind of, if people are going to do that for hours on end, yeah. then actually sticking some contact lenses in is yes. not the weirdest thing, is it? Yes. No, no, yeah. exactly not. And, uh, 
you know, it, as somebody who was a teenager uh, at the turn of 89, 19, 91, um, we would play tricks on neighbours and friends' neighbours and... Uh, the I, thought... I, I was a good boy. I was re- revising at home. At <laughs> well done, you. <laughs> yeah. But but the thought of uh, like freaking somebody out with uh, contact lenses that you, you know they are an achievable thing for yeah. a, you know a low tens of pounds. Yeah, yeah, uh, makes perfect sense. But then on the other side of it. You could say, well, perhaps these are alien visitations because, uh, you know, uh, big black eyes yeah. are part of it. They but, could... but, it, but then, but then it's like crop circles. It's like, what are they playing at? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> why exactly. are they? Why are they making life so difficult for themselves? Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> and and what is to be gained from yeah. saying, can I come in and? Right, yes, exactly. The whole phenomena doesn't make sense. Now, there is a guy who uh, the the UK paper, the Daily Express, reported on uh, six years ago, who claimed to have found an audio signal that attracts black-eyed kids and okay he, this is good right so he, so he did an experiment where allegedly he played this signal from his computer via a speaker out through his window and uh, he had a camera recording anything that happened at his front door. I just got and this vision of him playing Baby Shark, 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 Shark. Oh, Baby God. Shark. <laughs> 5.5 billion views, that. Oh, God, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm he, assuming it wasn't that. No, no, it wasn't that. Um, but he, on YouTube, he has recorded what he claims is a black-eyed kid spending an hour outside his front door. On, on uh, video? On video, yeah. Okay. And that, is that up on YouTube now? It, it, it is on YouTube. And okay, so, so we'll definitely put the link to that. We'll on, put the link in, yeah. On our social. Right. Um, at, at TQM Podcast. Um, That's yeah, right. Cool. But what I would say is that there are quite a lot of people who have a problem with that Video. video there are there are issues with it there are inconsistencies with are it are you telling me there are fake videos on youtube i can't <laughs> believe that <laughs> i know i know <laughs> um so my conclusion on this is sorry that... I'll be going back to the video just because it was sure. a question question that was in my mind and i didn't yeah. ask you earlier um again modern ph- phenomena um, if somebody chipped up at my house at two in the morning, I probably would try and grab my phone just in yeah. case I had to call the police. Yeah. So there must be there must be more images that 
mm-hmm. claim to be of real black eye kids than this guy. Oh yeah. Video. yeah, yeah. There are a lot. Yeah. The, the, are there? There's a lot, and um, not least around Canuck Chase captured by drones and and such. Okay. But and my my other question on that. So there's the video stuff and there's the picture. We, when we, we talked about the, the kind of killer clowns and mm-hmm. the possibility that it's kids dressing up and doing that. I mean, the only thing yeah. that slightly kind of bothers me about that as a theory is, you know, we know that killer clowns are not a paranormal phenomenon. They're people pranking and doing whatever yeah it seems to me that if this was that kind of pranking phenomena there'd be more pranking examples out there well one one it would be more of a i guess it's got to start somewhere but it has to get to a certain level for it to be a prank that works right like the clown thing yeah Um, and then surely people would be admitting to the fact that they are pranking so and it doesn't yes. mean that the real ones don't exist but are there examples of people who say yeah i'm a i'm a pranker black-eyed kid who goes around freaking people out are there's any is there anyone claiming to be a hoaxer of black-eyed kids uh yeah no nobody that i found which that, so that's weird in terms of that theory isn't yeah. it there's no one saying oh no it was me and it, yes. oh God, if anyone's done it, let us know because that'd be that'd be great to find out. Yes, yes. If, if it, you know, I can't believe there's a secret pranking society that goes around dressed up as black-eyed kids and orders lots of um, coloured contact lenses online. It just seems a bit well, yeah. That seems a bit odd to me. Yeah, as as odd as the phenomenon. Yeah. Well, um, what the thing that like i suppose um with everything that we've covered so far in uh our series one of the things that most intrigues me is that i and i haven't told you this before this recording i've had an encounter with something that is uh, it would it in in a Venn diagram. It probably fits seventy five percent as a oh, really okay. black child. Yeah, yeah. Well, which again, kind of, I'm looking forward to hearing that story. But again, would would explain your obsession with it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. This good. Ha- well, tell me about that. Okay. So this happened. Uh, I would say. Uh, around about two years ago and uh, we both live in uh, a rural place in Oxfordshire and uh, as regular listeners will know I have uh, a dog who I dote on and he goes to a groomer's um, and in normal times when we're not in Covid lock time he goes there Uh, every five or six weeks and uh, two years ago uh, my partner she had just bought a new car that needed to be 
uh, run in. And uh, I took our dog to the groomers, which is in a village. Um, it's about eight miles away from our house. And oh, there he is now. I hear the dog now. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I was uh, driving there, and when you turn off into this village, you have to go down what is essentially quite a small, single-track uh, road, which is, is about it's about a mile and a half long. Is this at night? Uh, no, 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 it's Day in the time. morning. It's, okay. in the, it's in the morning. It's, it's about half nine in the morning. So I was driving down there, and... Coming the other way, because we're in the countryside, as I said, uh, there's a large farm vehicle, some sort of uh, combine harvester or something. And so I pull into a gateway uh, to allow this huge vehicle to come past me. And as I pulled into this gateway, and just before the combine harvester went past me uh i heard a knock on the back window of the car on the passenger side and i turned around and there was a old man there and he was knocking on the window with a kind of a short walking stick and i thought oh goodness i hadn't noticed him there I'm guessing that he's crossed because I had... Pulled into his crossing or something. (laughs) Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that um, he had, you know, he was cross with me because I, like, hadn't spotted him. I nearly run him over or something like that. And I I really, I really hadn't done anything wrong as far as I could tell. So uh, I thought, well, I'll just ignore it for the moment. And uh, the um, the combine harvester came past. And then before I pulled away, I thought, well, I, I better just check that uh, everything's okay with uh, this old gentleman. And I looked across and he was... Uh, he was looking in the opposite direction to my car, and uh, which is just fields and a hedge. And uh, he had his stick, and he was sort of bashing it in the air. And I thought, oh, that's that's very strange. But the other the other strange thing about it was uh, the features on his face. So. Uh, his a bit, you know, like these black eyed kids stories. His eyes were not normal human eyes. They looked, uh, they looked almost like bird eyes. They were completely black and had. So when you uh, say completely black, no white, no white no, in his eyes at all. No white, no. Okay, so but that's it, but it didn't, it, it didn't uh, worry me at the time. But what did worry me was after I saw him looking in the other direction and thinking, okay, that's fine. He's probably just 
confused. I put the car into first gear, pulled away, and looked in the mirrors to check that, you know, I hadn't done anything uh, to him, hadn't run over his foot. Run over his foot, yeah. Yeah, and he, he wasn't there. He was gone. He was completely gone, yeah. And that... Like, and, and you said you, at the time you didn't feel anything when no. you say at the time, like instantly, or did it dwell on you later? Or oh, it completely dwelled on me. By the, so I was about four or five minutes away from drop, dropping the dog off. By the time I I dropped him off, um, and I was alone in the car, I was, I yeah, I was shaken. And yeah. didn't really know what to make of it, and uh, to this day I don't know what to make of it because. And what, and what was his when he, well, you know you said he was bashing on the car window and yeah, um, stuff. I, I mean, what was his his demeanor? Was he agitated, angry? What? How would you describe it? Uh, uh so. Uh, her car is kind of like um it's a small hatchback so he was not not knocking on the the rear window on the opposite side to where i was sitting and uh because it's a modern car all the doors are locked yeah. and the dog was he has like a a dog hammock and a uh a, a, a cushion in the back seat and my my first thing was, oh, is he disturbing the dog? He's not disturbing the dog. And my second thing was, oh, have I accidentally caused, you know, some problem with him? Yeah. And then, um, so it was a it was a hard tap tap tap. So aggressive, um, would you say? Uh. Agitated, I would say. Okay. Agitated, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was dressed in. It was like um, uh, a farmer's shirt, so kind of like cream coloured with uh, red and green checks, sort yeah, of fine yeah, checks no, exactly. on it. And so kind uh, of mo- modern dressed, it wasn't modern, like a, modern yeah. dress. Yeah. yeah. And he had a uh, sort of uh, beige, uh, I guess, workman's trousers on. Yeah. And his his walking stick was, um, I don't know, I, su- I suppose about half the half the height of him. And it had like a big head on it. And that was what he was tapping on the window. Right. With. And it was only after I had sort of put that to one side and dealt with the giant combine harvester coming the other way. <laughs> so it sounds like re- there was a lot going on. <laughs> there was yeah. a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. uh, that I realised that his his eyes were not, you know, there was no whites right. in them. And, but... Uh, like against all of these other sightings i didn't have a huge fear what i had was um a 
giant perplexion. I was like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what's going on there. And by the time I dropped the dog off, I sort of rationalised it as, oh, I guess he's like a farmer or a gamekeeper. And, and maybe the light was weird and he'd look like may, his eyes yeah, were weird, and, that kind of stuff. He, you would, wouldn't ex- you? Exactly, and he'd just gone behind the hedge or something. But, but, but again, I, I guess, had you heard of the the black eyed kids thing before that or was it something no. that's, okay so that's when you no. started looking into it was it that, so the first time i came across it was um uh, a, a book by nick redfern about 18 months ago right that uh focused on the black eyed kids and after i'd got a couple of stories in i thought oh okay this is a little sounds, bit sounds similar, similar. Yeah, yeah. And are, and are there examples like your one of them not just being kids? Uh, well, interestingly, uh, no. no they, the, all the stories I've got is they go up as far as teenagers. So It's, it's funny, though. It's, again, it's back to the legend of it is... Well, not the legend, but the, the kind of... The rules of it are very narrow, aren't they? You know what I mean? It's like kids. It's they got the black eyes. They knock on either your door or try and get in somewhere. Yeah, and that seems to be where it ends. That's what I find kind of odd about it. And yeah, you know. Well, but it yeah, but it but it's interesting that you made you made the connection. It feels like there is some connection with this black-eyed kids phenomena and what you experienced even though it wasn't a kid yeah 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 well interesting i'm i suppose what where i'm coming from is i'm wondering whether uh it's a uh like a tulpa like um uh, a manifestation of people's uh fears or desires so in the current not, weird not times. in a paranormal sense or in a in a well yeah in, in a psychological in a, in a, sense in a paranormal sense but um, in the times that we're living in, uh, one could say that it's it would be pretty terrifying to have uh, an an unknown person with blank eyes yeah. knocking at your door or knocking on the car yeah. And so tulpas are about, um, you know, bringing the, bringing things into existence with right. your own imagination. Right, right, right. So yeah, I wonder yeah. whether this is a thing of uh, people just sort of fearing the unknown and you know whatever, and 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 bringing them in. It's quite that's quite an interesting concept for us to kind of explore in another episode. I think. I think. Yeah. You know, I, I I like I like the kind of the conventions of these things fascinate me as much as the phenomena and the idea, the concept that you could almost imagine something into existence. I think is quite an interesting. Yeah, and that's a tulpa, is it? That's known as a tulpa. That's a tulpa. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, what I would really like is if any of our listeners have had a black eyed kids experience or well, yeah i think there's a number of things on there it's like 
if anyone's had let's call it an atypical black eyed kids experience mm. i think yeah. it'd be really interesting to know if anyone else has had a kind of experience like ben had where it's not atypical where it's not yeah. a kid you know i'm not saying it has to be an old man in, in khaki trousers and a farmer's shirt but just anything that doesn't really fit that atypical scene yeah i'd also like to know if anyone has done this as a prank yes yes you know, and yeah that's exactly right and, and actually if you have well, that'd be really interesting to kind of find out you know the motivations of it because the pranking bit seems the most logical explanation for yeah. this but yeah. then there are certain things that don't make sense that you'd make more fuss of it especially in this you know in the times of social media and short clips and you know whatever it might be you know you'd 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 get more people i mean that's what the killer clown thing is almost all about isn't it it's it's as much about look at me than it is about scaring people yeah so i'd be i'm surprised that there's not more so you know maybe there is some kind of you know masons like group of black-eyed kids hoaxers and there's very strict rules yeah so so atypical experiences of black-eyed kids anything that kind of fits what ben experienced and anyone who has been a hoaxer and uh and and can shed any light on that side of it because it's Yeah. yeah i keep coming back to it's interesting that I don't know what to make of it because there, like you said, there is, there's no, there's no, or like we said, there's no folklore. There's not much detail or what happens, what the consequences are. No, of if interacting, you let them in. no, of interacting with a black-eyed kid, and like your experience, you know, it. We've said this before. It seems to serve no purpose. You no, know, and no. and so it. It's kind of frustrating. It's probably more frustrating than intriguing in a way as a topic. It is, yeah. But I wonder whether there is something around uh, sort of uh, masked memories of, you know, aliens. So we we hear about. when when people encounter aliens that they have memories of deers or owls instead right. of aliens i wonder whether there's something in that it's got some sort of uh, suppressed memories or something yeah exactly yeah yeah um you, you know re- replacement memories for the actual thing that happened but, um, which again sorry and i'm sorry to interrupt you again but hmm. it's it, again i think if people are making this up, I think we had this conversation when we did the uh, Vardiga and the Banshees and we were talking about jots, just one of those things. Mm-hmm. The, the you know, I think you said on that one, it's like somebody tells you this story in the pub and you go, yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, it, 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 
to make this up, it's like not some big alien encounter and I was taken up into a spaceship and this happened and, you know, I ended up 30 miles from my home. You know, oh, somebody, some kind of weird-looking kid turned up at my door at three in the morning and wanted to come in and I didn't let them. That mm. That's kind of the story. So it, to yeah. make it up seems, I don't know what what the person who is making it up would get out. No, what do they stand to gain? Yeah. Yeah. I know that's not a justification for the fact that they're not making it up, but it, it if you were going to make something up, I don't know, I'd probably pick something that was a little bit more yeah. juicy to talk about. Oh, yeah, 100%. But it, it also makes me, like, because of the amount of... Uh, encounters that have happened at Cannock Chase. Yeah. Uh, as soon as we get out of this lockdown. Yeah, no, I think we've really got to go back there, even if it's... I mean, I think that's what's the good thing about it, of, you know, because when, when me and Ben are doing these and putting them together, things like the Cannock Chase, like the thing we did last, um, last one where we did the psychic test, you just don't know what's going to happen, and nothing is likely to happen, but... There seems to be a lot of to talk about. So even if we go all the way to Canuck Chase, we'll probably have a good kind of 50-minute to an hour conversation about the weirdness going on in Canuck Chase, even if we don't experience any of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, after having researched this for a week, I am so, I'm so, like, I really want to, I really want to see a black-eyed kid. I'm, I'm kind of scared about interacting with them, but at the same time, like. But it, but if you follow it, you know it. It doesn't seem like anything. The people who have interacted with them, and obviously haven't let them in or engage with them past a certain level, it doesn't seem like anything untoward or everlasting has happened to them since yeah, then. Yeah. No, so, exactly. Exactly. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm kind of more of a chicken than you. I'm not saying I want to see one, but it seems like uh you know. Yeah, well maybe that's a maybe that's a question. What's scarier? Well, a, a killer clown or a black eyed kid? <laughs> I reckon if we saw a black eyed kid, I'd like to get it in the back seat of my car <laughs> and go you know, what are you? <laughs> yeah, but that's inviting it in, and nobody's ever come back from that. You would definitely be a trailblazer, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> maybe right. I'll put it in the boot. Well, like we said, if you've got any stories like the ones we've been looking for, let us know. Um, I, um, as we usually do, we'll try, we'll put links to the video that uh, Ben mentioned, and maybe some images of uh that claim to be of black eyed kids on the facebook photo album so if you go to at tqm podcast should be up there now and there'll be a photo album for this episode which uh has some photos in to look at well thank you for sharing your experience your weird experience that with the oh i don't know black eyed grandpa the black eyed farmer we'll call it <laughs> um good well it's fascinating and frustrating would probably be my summary yeah. of the black-eyed kids phenomenon but you know 
that's that's not a bad thing. That's just that's just something the way the phenomena works, which I, which does make it so weird because it to, to as something that's made up, it seems slightly pointless to make it up. But yeah, maybe that's Agreed. my take on it. Well, good. Well, I, I Ben Ben is hoping to encounter one of these things. I'm hoping not to. Whether your choice is to not encounter one or to encounter one i hope your wish comes true and we'll see you next time on the quantum mechanics see you next time take care the quantum mechanics